Sunday, Monday, sloppy day. Tuesday, Wednesday, sloppy day. What? What's what, slap a number on this uh, uh, episode? <laughs> Did you hear something? This is episode number two hundred and fifty-seven. All right, catching up, catching up here. My age. Welcome everybody, and welcome to Slapper Cast, our weekly podcast. This is two two weeks in a row. We've had the whole gang here. How yeah. is that? How is your parole, Heidi? It's good. Uh, really good. Yeah. And everything. Wow. Freedom. Mm. Freedom tastes good. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, hell, hell, rock and roll. Let's go. Yeah. Today, we're going to be doing uh, little Elvis. As most of you know, that uh, you know, he had a, he celebrated a birthday last week. Oh, it's your birthday. Well, who are you, George Washington? Among the four of us, I would believe we have two lifers as far as fans go. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know. No, I don't even know if I can qualify that. Heidi, were you a were you a willing participant, or was it one of those things that was just playing so much in your house you had to bear it, or did, did were you a even Elvis? I was willing. Yeah, I liked it. My dad was an Elvis nut. Um, probably had every album, and he would play the LPs. I'm learning from you, pops. I'm learning from you. But I I always liked it. And he, he picked some of the good ones that were his favorite. Or maybe I just, those are the ones I heard the most. But, yeah. you know, there's certain of the songs that I like just because I heard them every Saturday morning or whatever, you know. And then there's some that I've kind of recently heard that either I, I forgot about or they're new to me. But I, I don't think there's one that I don't like. So, wow. Anyway, okay. Yeah, I grew up with it. I'm curious, Turbo, you being the, you being the baby of the band... Oh, my sister, Mrs. Baby. Do you have Elvis connections? Do you have, you know, obviously, you know, I, I don't believe that you can live in the United States. Uh, and there's very few places on the planet that you can actually, you know, walk through without, you know, being Elvis free. Are you, what's your, what's your relationship to the king of rock and roll? I mean, it was probably more on the minimum side. You know, it wasn't like it was constantly playing from my parents when I was a kid. You know, I don't remember that being always on, but it was on. It was in their rotation. You know, I mean, I I always just liked it, but it wasn't something that I was like blasting in my boombox in my bedroom. You know, it wasn't something that I would do. It was more of my parents. Yeah, Shania uh, Twain had that slot. I understand. (laughs) Uh, And Chad, what was your what was your Elvis connection? I, I really discovered him sort of in reverse going backwards through the influences of the Beatles, uh, primarily. It could have been different. I mean, uh, my mom actually was a huge Elvis fan uh, when she was a kid. And she was she went out and bought like all of his singles whenever they came out on 45. And she had this little case, this little really nice case of all the little 45s that she'd collected. And she she laments this to this day that her one of her older brothers uh, borrowed it for like took it to a party and lost it. And she never saw it again. Whoa. So... Oh, you gotta be kidding! Yeah, let's just, let's, let's just have a moment of fucking silence right now. Let's just yeah, I know. Fuck, man. But uh, the thing the thing with my mom is is kind of funny is that she, she obviously she could have gone out and and bought more Elvis records when I was growing up, but she she's never really listened to the stuff she she listened to when she was a kid. Uh, she's just, she's always looking for new stuff. She's done that her whole whole my whole life. You know, she's always listening to whatever's new. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I learn about new music from her, but so I never heard Elvis growing up in the house. You know, I was in the seventies. It was always Stevie wonder or, or uh, Simon Garfunkel and other stuff that was, was a little more current. So 
well, I didn't really get into Elvis and think until after it was it was like the early '90s because it was around the time that the Beatles put out their uh, Live at the BBC collection, which was mostly a, a collection of covers that they played that they never actually put on any of their records officially. And there's a lot of Elvis on there, uh, including That's All Right, Mama. It was my friend Alejandro. We were listening to that, and she goes, God, Paul does Elvis so well. And I, I started getting curious about those songs, so I started going back and listening to the Sun Records stuff and really started dig- started digging on that for the first time. That That's where I, I connected with it first. And it wasn't until much later when I met you, and you, you were playing me stuff like Kentucky Rain and Burning Love and all that stuff that he did in the early 70s. Uh, and I so I love like the whole gamut of it now. The stuff that's maybe too difficult for me to listen to because it's just not my thing is all the gospel stuff. Everything he did was just gold because um, he always however, worked with the greatest musicians. I'm with you on the gospel stuff, but I, I, I mean, however, the production and his voice, you've got to separate yes. the two. You've got to take that t- because uh, even if you're not a fan, even if you're not an Elvis fan, and I, and I have to say too, this has been bugging me. I, I woke up with this. There's nothing more tiring. There's nothing more uh, stomach upsetting, stomach churning, nothing more just god awful than an Elvis impersonator or somebody doing Elvis's trying to do Elvis's voice that can't do it, you know. And and yeah. and, and what I mean is, it's like an um, an impersonator who's doing a voice that doesn't sound anything fucking like, it, but they believe that it is, and they're giving it everything. And it's so this bothers me to no end. The even more than people doing covers of of songs you know, poorly, like, you know, diluting these, these already tired songs and making them, you know, and using a music stand and backing tracks. But Lady, I don't know what the hell you talking about. Th- there's nothing in my fucking, there's nothing that just gets my goat more than somebody that's trying to sound like Elvis that, that does that just to me is, is the most tiring, but, and, and I do it all the time and I do it for my own enjoyment. I'm not saying I, I sound like him and I, I, I do not, for a second, believe that, you know, but so anyway, when you take the production, you, you take the, you know, his voice and how he used his voice and people don't understand. I don't think people recognize the timing that man had that internal clock. That was the meter, his, his sense of timing vocally and on stage when you see him, you know, you know, do the karate moves or whatever his, I mean, that kid had mm-hmm. it. There was no question. Just yeah. had this, uh, oh, yeah. you know. So again, I'm with you on the gospel stuff. A lot of that shit was, t- you know, to me, it, it felt like a pay me, you know, put the, you know, I, I've done the country <laughs> rock. I've done the, you know, put, you know. As long as you don't try to pay me off in cotton candy. Didn't he grow up with the gospel music? I think that was oh, yeah. his background was gospel. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah for him, that was just like home. You, yeah. If you've never heard him speak, you'll never walk alone. You ha- oh, his voice on that song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. I mean, obviously, everything he did, he did incredibly well. <laughs> you, you said. I mean, Patrick, you said before that he, he almost like wasn't didn't seem like he was even capable of singing a wrong note. In a way, like he, okay. his 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 pitch was always perfect. Pretty much. I mean, even even at the very end, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those those uh, those those last videos, those final days, you know, the final the the piece of footage, you know, where he was just quite large and yeah, the the, the voice wasn't close to wasn't close to deteriorating. Mm-hmm. So, no. Speaking of final days, 
That's why I put my name as way down. I was trying to look to see what was the last song. You know, I was like, I'm going to do a little homework here. I was like, I'm going to do a little homework. But I was like, and I, that's what I found was way down was the last single released Hmm. before he passed. So I was like, that's, that's a great song too, man. What a, I have that that on vinyl. You know, you brought up impersonations and I, you know, I, I grew up only a couple hours from Las Vegas and an hour from Laughlin. So Elvis impersonation was just humongous. You know, I kind of, when you said that it sparked all these memories, I was like, Oh my God, I just remember, I I remember seeing that all the time. There was always, that was was kind of a, you know, part of a thing. So I don't know if I liked it or didn't like it. I mean, I was so young. I don't remember, but I just remember that being very heavy in that area, you know, of where I I lived. in Phoenix too. There's all kinds of tribute shows. They did one last week at talking stick. The the band I play with Daisy train is also the band superhero. And they did a Elvis tribute. And their front man, Matt Harris, does a really pretty good job of Elvis. And but he grew up with Elvis too. So I mean he, yeah. he loves it. But he gets the moves down like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> it's really he's, he's good at it. It's fun to watch. But yeah, there's a bunch around here that are not so good at it. <laughs> oh, yeah. God bless him for trying. I wouldn't even try. Holy moly. Yeah. I think it's a very forgiving audience from what I've seen because some of the, some of the, some of the bigger names, or I, I can't say, but I, I don't know the impersonators. I'm not, I'm not a fan per se, but that um, it seems like the audience is pretty forgiving because I've, I, I've seen some of the finalists in, in these things, you know, and, and I was really, that's a, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. no, I, I mean, his style, uh, you know, like, like Prince, for, for, for instance, I don't ever want to see a Prince impersonator ever. I don't know if there is such a thing, but I don't want to see. Sure I, I just don't want to see that because he is so far in his own. He has his own yeah. world. Do, 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 do not try to penetrate those walls. Just leave it. Leave it be. Same thing with Elvis it, to, to me, just because I am such a fan, because I are, you know, I've, I've enjoyed his voice my, my entire life. And I've just enjoyed the, the, I, I love the Vegas stuff as as corny as Poke Salad Annie is, and uh, I mean I hate Tiger Man. You know that goofy song. I've I think I've killed it many 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 episodes ago. <laughs> but it's just what it's one of these you know what I call the cop out blues. It's just I woke up this morning, the baby left, and yeah, I mean yes. Yeah, we fucking know it. Just erase that fucking song and go on and do something, you know, just just go out and mow the fucking lawn. Do something useful. Don't fucking do you know. Um, <laughs> How would you like to kick me in the shin? But, I just dig his enthusiasm, the way he's in the, in the, the special, you know, the acoustic, where he does that acoustically in the special, yes. his enthusiasm yeah. for that. All, all the stuff he's playing is just so infectious, you know. Yeah, it's not a good song, but <laughs> yeah. if anybody's going to sing it. Yeah. yeah. Do they have to, yeah. though? I mean, they could have gone to a commercial break and made money <laughs> or. You know, I mean, that's, it's, you know, to me, uh, yeah, anyway, but, uh, uh, you know, obviously I'm far too opinionated for here. I appreciate you guys letting me come on anyway. But um, the, the you know, Elvis's, Elvis's world, Elvis's, you know, the, the empire that he built. And, and, you know, we did the Elvis Festival back in the day. We had to do Houston salutes the king of rock and roll because Elvis is that, you know, that the Elvis, Elvis Presley Enterprises have They've got a tight, tight, tight grip on their, you know, on, on the name they own, you know, and they, they, they guard it, you, you know, yeah. 
they are they're militant with their you know so you can't do there was the velvet elvis pub here in houston and they went through years and years and years see he just found out about tiger man he was like fuck that shit (laughs) (laughs) it's a hound dog here you go fella we want to hang you're talking about the velvet elvis yeah yeah just the legal nightmare that they you know found themselves engulfed in with naming them you know with putting elvis in their name they 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 got just bulldozed and yeah you know, so you know you know they 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 guard it they guard their name they guard the the, the trademark and um but we we were trying to do an elvis festival and i forget what the charity was we were raising money for something but but they wanted they wanted an upfront fee a cut of the profits, a cut of the, I mean, it was, it was just going to be, I mean, I can't remember the numbers, but it was going to be 95% to them, you know, after everything was said and done, it was, it was some horrendous cut. So anyway, we, we bypassed it by Houston salutes the King of rock and roll or something like that. But our festival was supposed to be, you know, uh, uh, you know, it, 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 the, just a bunch of bands doing their versions, their covers of Elvis songs, not in the style, you know, unless you wanted to do it in the style or, but it, it was very interesting to me how many bands were very, very, very interested in doing an, an Elvis, you know, production, you know, be it yeah. style or be it whatever. So I love the enthusiasm in that. And I, th- I think too, it's a great, uh, it's a great angle for, because there's so many songs you can do, you can, Oh my, I mean, you could just spend eternity going through Elvis tracks and, you know, B sides. And, and there's so many records that, that, that way down, I completely forgotten about that one. Turbo. That's a, such a great number. Yeah. I was listening to this morning. Oh, you just, you just remind me of a story about the, there was this Elvis impersonator guy. And uh, ah, I wish I could remember his real name, but he was, kind of known in my hometown, you know, small town, but he, um, he always was dressed up and, uh, I was outside of Taco Bell one time and he was there and kind of the people I was with were kind of making fun of him. And so I went up to him and asked him, I said, Hey, does it bother you that people make fun of you like that? I just asked him and he's like, I don't care. And I was like, I love this guy. Like I just, I just, and then every time there I saw him, I was like, that dude's awesome. Like he's just (laughs) living his own life. Like I had this whole new, like, perception of this guy like you know i'm like anyway i just it just reminded me of that story i just i forgot all about that but anyway it just popped in my head so you know kudos to him but uh he's like man i'm just gonna live my life like this i don't care (laughs) yeah i I really do i have to admire people that go in that direction that want to you know devote their life to you know or or, you know they want to try to make a living from you know fair play to you but i don't understand it I, i i couldn't do it I certainly, I, I certainly have a hard time remembering what the fuck I did yesterday. Ne- you know, never mind, you know, somebody else. <laughs> I think I should have you put in a home for the silly. So let's, uh, let's just run around here. Let's, uh, let's start with Heidi, and we'll just go, uh, we'll just go Heidi Turbo Chat and me. Uh, let's, let's get, let's get a handful of your top, your favorite Elvis tunes. All of them at once, or one at a time. You can just, just, <laughs> just rapid fire, or you know, whatever you want. Okay, well, it's really hard to pick the favorites. So one that is stuck in my head um, that I had not heard in a long time, and I heard it again the other day, Fool. And the reason I love, I mean, that melody is so good. 
And then the way he delivers it, his voice is just incredible. And I had forgotten about Fool, but that is one heck of a song. That's maybe my favorite ballad of his. Oh, wow. Okay. And then another song that I love that a ton of people did, but Elvis's version of Always On My Mind. Um, we yes. did that in a tribute show, obviously, off the Willie Nelson spin. But um, And my friend that passed is the one that sang that one. But that one, you know, between my dad loving that song and playing it all the time and being on stage when Rick performed it, that one I'll never be able to let go of. That is one of my favorites. Trouble. I love Trouble yes. from the yes. Orleans. That's a good one. I, you know, everybody's like, well, what's your favorite, you know, early Elvis song? And I can't pick one. They're all good. But the, the very first one that he did um, at Sun Records that got him on the map, it was the first song that, that Phillips said, that's it. That's that bright new rock sound that I'm looking for. Get it on the radio. And it was the first one he put on, um, on record with um, Scotty Moore and Bill Black who then yes. became his, his guitar and bass guy, the, um, that's all right. Oh yeah. So that might be my favorite of his, of his early, early stuff. I don't know. I could list a ton, but I think right now those are my top. Oh, and Runaway because my dad always played that. And I like the little piano part. <laughs> in oh, Runaway. cool. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Turbo, give us some, give us some favorites. All right. So, you know, since I'm not a super Uber Elvis fan, what I did for this is I go, I'm just going to hit next, 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 and see which songs grab me right off the gate. And so these were the two that popped up. You know, I, I seeked out way down, so I was searching for what was the last song. So I have that on my list. But the two I have, one is For the Heart and U.S. Mail. I think these two songs I like, and um, that came up in my list of tracks. So I go, I think those are going to be my two that – I'm going to put in there for right now. Wow. I don't even know if those are his and redid or who wrote them or who did what, but if he did it and it's your, yeah, that's and it hits you. That's good. Chad, what you got? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, that's all right. That's all right. Mama and my baby left me are always at the top of my list. Cause I, the, yeah. I love those. They're essentially the same song. <laughs> they're both written by Arthur Crudup, uh blues guy that he got that from, but I, gosh, it, it's like, it, I don't know where to stop. Uh, there's all shook up. Don't be cruel. Baby. I don't care. It's one of his movie songs. I think is, I just love that song so much. Uh, Bossa Nova, baby, such a night, uh, Viva Las Vegas, burn in love, Kentucky rain, just from his later period, Patrick and I have spent many times sort of listening and analyzing and laughing about that song. Cause it's just yeah. so brilliant. Yeah. So brilliant. That that's just a short list, but there's oh, his cover of Memphis, Tennessee, uh, with Ronnie Tut's drum intro, uh, just kills me, uh, every time. Of course, I've, I've talked a lot about Jerry Chef, uh, who was his bass player uh, for most of the, his latter period. Absolutely brilliant player, along with Ronnie Tut. Uh, that band was just absolutely incredible. And that's the thing that Elvis was just so good at picking the uh, good people to play with. And uh, as as uh, Jerry Chef described, the, the, the stuff that they used to do as punk lounge or lounge punk, because <laughs> they just worked it so hard. Because El- he said that Elvis basically and demanded that they kick him in the ass to, to give him more energy by really making the stuff busy and, and uh, energetic. He, he worked those guys so hard. <laughs> I think that they were in rehearsal like all the time. Yeah. This is one of the things you get me talking. I'm, I'm not going to shut up. So somebody. <laughs> I know. Jump in. How many songs has he released? 
Jesus, there's there's no there's no telling. Thousands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no, but I mean, back in the day too, you have to remember too. What, what you know, especially in the in, in his heyday, I mean, he could he could just belch in a fucking microphone and release it, and they you know it was going to number one. He was just <laughs> there, there was there was nothing he you know he could do no wrong, and there was and and he you know it still didn't look like he was uh, milking that. I mean, I, I say that Colonel Tom Parker made made sure that the, you know the the phrase milking that, you know, became, uh, you know, their, their merchandising and their, their, you know, their, their grip on that pop culture at that time. I mean, just, you know, he just, every time you turned around, he's selling something else. And it was, it was, a. there are some great documentaries and there are some great, I, I, I didn't, a friend of mine in, uh, in Mississippi had asked me to, to see, to watch that last Elvis movie that came out, with Tom Hanks and that kid, uh, I don't even know his name. And I watched a little, I watched the first five. I just, I can't fucking take it. I can't take I the, can't it. yeah, I can't take that candy coated. Um, you know, it, it, yeah. So let, let, let me, let me start with, with, with the, I, I, again, we have so many overlapping songs. Uh, of course, I, you know, I, I mean, just, just because of the, but uh, such a night, uh, if I can dream, uh, I, I still like Suspicious Minds. You would think after this many fucking years, I would hate. I still like Suspicious Minds. I, of course, I got Kentucky to Kentucky Rain, uh, Roustabout, uh, all these, all these, all these kind of, you know, Viva Las Vegas. I still burn in love. So I can't, uh, you know, d- discount these songs. I can't even, you know, suppress them a little bit because they're so. Uh, they have such. My, my mother has has so much to do with this part, but she. She has a she has a Polaroid, at, or, or you know those cameras that used to look into to take the pictures. Uh, it may oh, have yeah. anything on them, but they she she took a photograph of Elvis in concert, and she was way up in the rafters. Oh. But you could see the gold lame jacket, black and white picture, but you could tell it was a gold lame jacket, and the stance, his, the outline of that figure, and it's only it's it's minute, it's minuscule. <laughs> oh, that's cool. It's it, but you can fucking tell. You hold the picture and you're like, "Holy fuck, this is yeah. it!" You know, it's it, it's you know, it's God on you know <laughs> on, on this little black and white thing, and it was. Uh, I mean, just I, 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 even still, even today, I'm just blown away that she was there. She had, you know, she got to. I guess she. I, I'm sure she didn't hear a fucking word with with <laughs> all the screaming and stuff like that, but. Uh, it, you, you know, that to me has never been, nor will it ever be, you know, replicated. I don't think that's ever going to, that, that moment in time is is done. There's so many, you know, like, and, and again, getting into the movies, you know, like, you know, his work ethic was, you know, we're told was just unsurpassed. There's nothing, there's nothing that, you know, he, he did everything. He learned everybody's lines and he learned it, you know, and then they put him in the shit, you know, they put him in, in, in the bubblegum movies. And, uh, and I, I really do believe that he could have been a tremendous actor. I think he could have been, you know, w- with the right crew around him with the right script and on and on and on. But it was, yeah. it was just, that's where his soul was eaten alive in front of him when he had to do those, I still love to walk into a fucking restaurant and start singing for no fucking reason. You know, 
<laughs> you know, uh, like was ninety percent of the fucking you know of, of the scripts were yeah. Now go in there and start singing, and everybody's going to dance around you. Like, all right, I, I got it. Before I die, Waffle House, you're on notice. <laughs> this is. I was thinking about this. Uh, what I we were we were talking about because we we've been messing around with uh, a little less conversation recently, and and I, I went and looked up the. Uh, I forget the name of the movie. It was one of his later movies. This was 1968. Uh, that, that that song was written for by Mac Davis and somebody else. I forget who the other guy was. Great song. What's sad about it is that it, the, the performance of it, Elvis never did it live. And it, it may just be because at this point in his career, with all those songs that were written for him in the movies, he was just so tired of, of these that whole thing. If you listen to that, you look at that scene where he's that, that song appears in the movie it's and you compare it like to an earlier film, uh, which I also don't remember the name of. I'm not sure if it's Clam Bake, whatever, where Baby I Don't Care appeared, where he's pe- they used to play that video, that clip from the movie on MTV as a music video because his performance in it is so electric. He's just just magnetic watching him. You compare that to uh, Littlest Conversation in that movie. He's just kind of walking through the scene. He's like he's like he's sleepwalking through the scene. He's not. There's no dancing. He's just kind of very lifelessly kind of mouthing the lyrics maybe that's how he was directed but it, it, to me that just seemed indicative of where his heart was with that stuff at the time he's just like god get me out of here you know he just wanted to he wanted to perform he didn't want to do that the yeah. stupid movies anymore i'm not gonna go to work for the great southern hawaiian fruit company so it's the same because that it really is a great song with terrific musicianship on it like all the stuff better than any movie i think performance wise for him it was his um, Vegas stage production show version of CC Rider with the backup mm-hmm. and the horns and the, the oh. oh oh yeah. It's where you see his like talent. Well, I mean, everywhere, everything he does, you see his talent. But just that, just that, the way he can deliver that one song and with all that going on around, I don't know. That's like where I think it just highlights like how great. <laughs> oh God, yeah. It's on stage. That- that that song, all that stuff, but he's he's almost like a superhero the way he performs that right. song. That's a good See, way he's to a superhero. Fucking cut, cut. What do you think it is? A ham sandwich? Yeah, this is, <laughs> he is a fucking superhero. When you see, you know, da 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 da, you know, the big fucking intro and that's and then to break in the there is nothing. I don't think that there's anything bad. We we used to we used to uh, talk shit. about having that intro. You know the da 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 da. You know how that intro. That'd be so cool. Oh, that'd be so cool. Nothing better. There's nothing better. There's so many good examples of this from from those performances, those Vegas, those Vegas, uh, the footage of him performing in those shows. Of this is the thing I always loved about Elvis is that he he's enjoyed performing so much. He would crack himself up, but he'd do some silly move. You know, you do this and then you like, kind of chuckle at himself at something you just did, or he'll vocalize something in a silly way and he'll start laughing. Yeah. I love that so much. I yeah. love that. And I, I, that's just one of the things I think that makes him so awesome is was a sense of humor that that's true with every uh, artist that I admire. They, they all, none of them took themselves too seriously and he definitely did not. I, I adore that about him. Mm-hmm. Well, his, now yeah. his, uh, that's another thing that, that like, I, like I was saying that his, his rhythm his sense of timing, his internal clock, all that stuff was was second to none. The rhythm has to just sort of ooze out. His humor was also when you see him in, in interviews and stuff like that. I, now again, I, I couldn't tell you who who would be better, who would be funnier, but the early Beatles in, interviews 
where they were on, when all four of them were on. Mm-hmm. Now, granted that they, they all had each other to play off, but their retorts and their <laughs> their their humor together to, to me was unmatched. You know, oh, legendary, yeah. So, so when you see Elvis in a press conference, granted, now he's got nobody to go. You know, he he he's feeding off the questions, but his, you know, back in the day when he was on when he was on on form. Those interviews were just really, and, and you know the 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 candid re- recordings from rehearsals and stuff like that. <laughs> that shit that he would throw out there was pretty fucking good. Y'all listen to me, I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. That, that, yep. that, that was another part of the thing, and I believe that that was a, an ingredient that that put him, you know, put him in that atmosphere, you know, that 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 so few people ever get to occupy, you know. Lord have mercy. Yeah. How old yeah, was he when his when he first released the song? How old? 1954. His first release, I think, was 1954. Like first official release, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, he was a t- teenager, like a 16. Yeah, or, I mean, 18, I, 19, just, 20. Yeah, it's this is crazy. These songs are like 60 years old. You know, like. Um, so, yeah. in, in answer to your question, Turbo, I don't know. I don't know if, if, if I if I have a favorite album. Um, because to, to me, his catalog was so scattershot in my, you know, w- when I picked it up, because I was hearing all these, you know, I, of course, I heard all the, the, the early stuff early on in my days. And uh, but later on, when I really started getting into it, that's when I kind of went Vegas years, you know, gospel, little, you know, this and that, you know, so I was I was all over the map. I don't even know if I have uh, I have a few vinyl records um and I, I just don't listen because the, the the CD compilations that I have, I have books and books and books of these CDs. Just and, and so I, I, it's all number one hits, or you know the recording sessions, or the outtakes and the B sides and that kind yeah. of. Shit. So I don't have any. I don't have any reference of. The reason Elvis. why I ask is, you know, if you get somebody who, let's say, didn't grow up with Elvis or it wasn't influenced in their family, you know, like. Like you, like we said earlier, there's so many songs, so many things. Where do you recommend them to start? Where's the, you know, the obvious, everybody knows who Ellis is, but where do they go? You know, there's, there's, there's people listening to us right now and they're like, where do I even check out? What do I do? Yeah. Where would you that's, recommend you know, you know the, the, the greatest, the, the, the greatest thing that we have going right now is the accessibility of, of this music. Just yeah. touch your fucking screen or just say it into your fucking phone and, and you got it playing. However, I I would immediately start with the Vegas years only because the musicianship, the harmonies, the the like Heidi said, the production, start to finish, you know. And it, it, if you can watch it, don't watch it on your fucking phone. Watch it on a t. Watch it on a good system because you know all these all these artists, your John Lennon's, your Tom Jones, your Barbara Streisand's, your all these people that were huge fucking fans, they worshiped him for a reason you know there, there's a reason why so many roads lead to elvis you know because his his <laughs> his reach his you know his music infected so many and if you start off on the again if you're if you're into rockabilly then just start at the beginning if you're into more you know mainstream mm-hmm. rock and roll then i would go to the vegas you know stuff if you're just into you know harmony melody blah 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 blah, blah you know there's so many places but again you can't go wrong if you're a music fan, I, I I believe. 
I think the big yeah. Vegas type album is is just called Elvis. And then probably like that one of the early, early ones that has blue suede shoes is Elvis Presley. And then the the King Crayle, I would recommend to anyone that's new to that's Elvis. Because that's, that's a great, record. Like, that's a great yeah. fucking yeah. song, too. Yes. That's I, ex- wow. I heard somebody say that's actually one of his better movies is King Creole. Yes. Maybe. Yes. I don't, I don't know. But I watched a video a while ago of somebody who was doing a retrospective of, yes, I watched all the Elvis movies and he does a little review of each of them. And I think that was the one he said, this one is actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Elvis Presley is like the stamp of the early stuff. And then the King Creole is the, and then there's the golf gospel album somewhere in there. And then Elvis, the Vegas <laughs> That to me, it's like you go from Buddy Holly age <laughs> to all the intermixing and then to like what led into Glenn Campbell's style with the big orchestrations <laughs> of yes. that yeah. the Vegas ended out. And yeah, so that if they're looking God. for the different eras, I would kind of go one, two, three, those three, and then that's a, and then all around it. <laughs> that's a great recommendation. Yeah. And that, yeah. you know, the King Creole, I, I, I love that fucking movie. I, I love that song. I just can't, that was another one. I just kind of, I, I skated over it just because there's so much stuff. I mean, and there are so, yeah. I, I, I won't go back and watch the movies. However, I would recommend, there's a great video. Uh, I have it, still have it on VHS, but um, the Aloha from Hawaii is another one of those brilliant, it was, it was cutting edge. And you're watching it, and it's yeah. seriously, it's, it's like caveman fucking just, just, it's so bad, but it's so good. It's so, it, it's such a timestamp, but it's so funny watching them. Like if you if you watch any mystery science theater, it's like those really really <laughs> poor 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 like minus C movies. You know these these awful movies, and these guys do. So it's it, it it's so great. It's so great. It's such a great moment in time. That it was, yeah. you know, that was their flying car moment. It was Aloha from Hawaii. And you're kind of watching it going, wow, I can do that on my phone yeah. with with no battery life. It me up because that was like his big Hollywood, young, good-looking Elvis, like, you know. Yes. <laughs> and it's, yes. you almost feel sorry for him if you look back at it, you know, now it's like it was so cheesy, but... Oh man, does he pull it off? You know, everybody watched it just because. Oh, look oh, yeah. at young Hollywood Elvis! What a hunk! Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm saying single, 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 single. I would love to uh, sit in a room with you three and watch, you know, clam bake or you know, just watch something like that and and do our mystery science theater uh, uh, commentary throughout. <laughs> yeah. I would love to do that. that would be Maybe we get a- and maybe we'll, maybe we'll get it in the van next road trip. We'll, yeah. we'll just shoot it on the screen because I don't watch the fucking road anyway. So, but wait, whatever movie that is, I'm, I'm not sure if it's Clam Bake or not. That Baby I Don't Care is yeah. in where he's he's it's like a pool party. He's out dancing and singing the song, and he's he does. That was one of my watershed moments when I realized I started connecting the dots between him and all the people that I was already influenced by at the time because Talking Heads was a huge thing for me when I was a teenager. Yeah. And because uh, David Byrne's performance in Saw Making Sense is just legendary. And he's doing a lot of really crazy physical things. Like he does this very frequently. He does this thing with his head where he's he's shaking his head like this. <laughs> and I, to me, that was the, that was a David Byrne thing. But then I saw Elvis doing Baby I Don't Care in whatever movie that was. And he's doing the same thing. He puts his arms out and he's like, hey, you know, I'm like, 
Oh, that's where that came from. Of course, he got it. I mean, Elvis got that from the, the you know the, the going to church and and watching these gospel singers and the, the crazy stuff that they would do on stage is where, where a lot of that came from. Yeah. But uh, that was that was that was one of those moments where I started connect. You know, it's exciting when you start connecting dots. I'm like, wow. Okay, now I I get it where a lot of this stuff comes from. I Our think, boss, man. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. I'm I'm gonna say it. I wasn't going to say it. I've never seen an Elvis movie. I haven't. Either. Well, no, I have. I was going to say I'm with you, but no, I did. I did see one. All right. I thought that was, <laughs> All right. I was like, Joe. I'm about to get kicked out. Like, All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's do that. Let's, let, let, let's see, um, you know, obviously time permitting. Let's, let's see if we can, let's see if we can do that. Let's see if we can watch one and bring our notes and, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It'd, it'd be, be great fun. to come back and talk about it. Um, yeah. Just don't watch the new one. What? No. Sorry, I said just don't watch, don't watch the new one. It just don't. No. Oh, no. the, the biopic. Yeah. Yes. No. I, I, again, I have to say, I, I wouldn't. I would bow out. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even. I, I just couldn't watch it because I don't know why. I don't know why I get so angry. I don't know why I get so. Um, I, I just so so repulsed by the production, by the storyline. You know, just you know, and and the. You know, I understand the art of it. I understand that people, you know, I, I love keeping the story alive and keeping the, but I don't want to, I don't want to watch that shit. I don't want to watch that. Um, I, I just, this popped in my head. I would love to hear Elvis sing War Pigs by Black Sabbath. I don't know why that's just oh, in my God, fucking yeah. head right now. But if you know War Pigs and if you know Elvis, God, I mean, think about, anyway, sorry. That's just, that's, that's another reason why I'm not allowed out in public. So that, yeah. kind of- well, that we used to have very long conversations about. It. Wouldn't it be cool if Elvis did this? Wouldn't it be cool yeah. if he did that? Could you yeah. imagine? Yeah. I, I had those thoughts all the time. I just had it now when you, when you mentioned Glenn Campbell, Heidi. Yes. Like, could you imagine if those two guys got together and did a did a record together? Dang. Just God damn! Yeah, yeah. 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 But I'm just thinking that the two of them got together and sang, like you know. Glenn did the, I don't know, they, they collaborated on a whole record. That would have been right. amazing. That would have been yeah. something. Could you, geez, there's, there's yeah. an endless list of those, those hypotheticals, yeah. you know? Yeah. Did he ever sing with Roy Orbison or no? Elvis. That's another good I don't think they yeah. actually ever sang together. Did they? I don't think they sang no, together. No, they may have toured together in those early showcases. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But who knows? Oh man, uh, would I kill to be in the studio that day? Good yeah. Lord, yeah. Um, so why don't we do this? Why don't we? Uh, why don't we put a little bow on this? On this? Uh, on this little Elvis Day massacre. Um, why don't we put a little bow on this and let everybody get back to their get, get back to their lives? And uh, we have because uh, we, we we got a bunch of shit coming up. We got to get young Dennis O'Carroll back on here again. Doc's Irish tours. Yeah, get this year rolling. This has been uh, this has been really fun, though. I I, I really I like this Elvis thing. I, I think that there's a few more. I think there's a few more avenues that we should trek. Oh yeah, on this subject. And, and yeah, Turbo, you got your you got your work cut out for you. This is a this is a really fun part. <laughs> this is a really fun part of it because you'll see you'll see so many. I wouldn't call them thefts thefts, but I would call them uh, definitely definitely some borrowing done, some light pilfering, some. Uh, you know, just, you know, <laughs> like yeah, like uh, some of these, <laughs> some of these moments. That, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, the world, the universe that has been changed by Elvis's influence 
I, I don't think is, it, it, you know, can ever be measured. Like you said, how many songs did you record? I don't know. How many songs did you release? I don't know. Like, you know, fun story, what, you know, was like Dolly Parton, uh, he was going to record I Will Always Love You. And Dolly Parton was thrilled. But Colonel Tom Parker said, we don't, we don't pay, you know, basically you give us the song. And she's like, uh, no, I can't give you that song. She said, no. so, yeah. So she and, and I think she, she struggled with that. She cried over that. She, but she did not want to let go of that song. She, she and knew she, she shouldn't just know. care. It, Turbo might have fun with this. If you um, research some of the current like chart toppers and current music, you will find how many of them love Elvis and use stuff from his music. And the the recent covers of some of his songs like well, Can't Help Falling is is done all over the place. But a lot of the really good singers now that are in like the the new hip hop rap, all of that mainstream stuff, Nick will find them and play them for me. And I'm like, that's so he's so got that from Elvis. And if you go and Google these guys, and I can't remember most of their names, but they're in, they will say that their influence was Elvis. So that might be a little project for you is see who's in the top now and and Google which ones of them have Elvis as an influence in their music. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I love yeah, the idea fun. of watching a movie together. I, I'd like to, I really would like to see one of the, I'd love, I'd love to rewatch some. I've seen them all. I've seen every movie, but uh, none of them stuck with me, you know, so there, because it was just hard to watch your, you know, your, your, your hero. It would be like watching, you know, Elvis join poison or something. It'd be like, what the fuck you do? It's just, it's so bad. It was just the, the, the scripts were so bad. And the, the, there was, there was nothing the, the the best Elvis movie ever made was top secret. And he wasn't in it. But it was, uh, you know, it was yes. a play on it was a play yeah. on 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 uh, on Elvis's uh, yeah. movie career. And if, if if you get a chance, watch Top Secret with Val Kilmer, and I I, I promise you howling howling laughter, and mm-hmm. very very fun, you know, a very very fun version of an Elvis movie. Now you know what I do for an encore. This has been a really really fun. Uh, Slappercast episode two hundred and fifty thousand, uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we're we're uh, we, we we got a lot of work. I, I'm I'm getting on the phone right now. I've got a bunch of uh, stuff. I got a lot, lot of loose ends here to tie up, so I got to get going. But I want to thank you all for uh, thank you all for your Elvis contributions. That was uh, that was very yes. cool. And please give us your favorite songs. You know, in the comments, or anything we didn't mention that you wanted that you think needs to have a light shown on it if you if you're into the movies you know what is king cray all the best one or do you have a another you know another one we should check out which which movie should uh turbo watch first (laughs) (laughs) i would say kid galahad because you kind of you kind of have that you kind of have that you kind of have that thing (laughs) well you know you're 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 hitting the gym every day the g-i-m and the g-y-m so you you know you you know, you got a, a J.I.M. Yeah, so. <laughs> Come on. I know. I know. It's what I do. It's what I do. All right, let's wrap it up and get out of here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for uh, telling your friends. Thank you for, uh, thank you, yes. Patreon, too. Let's get another, uh, let's get another one under our belt here ASAP. Cool? ASAP, yeah. And join us in Ireland. com slash Ireland. All the let's info go. you need right, right there. Yes, it is. All right. Little less conversation. Cheers. Okay, that's what you feel about it. Goodbye.